Hello. This episode is going to be different. It's going to be uh, interesting to some folks, and I'm going to try to explain a few things to you about the electoral process. Um, no, no opinions. I, you know, I don't take any of this as fact on your own. You know, trust but verify. That's a that's a famous quote. Um, I'm going to explain things in the way that I understand them to be. I could be absolutely wrong. So, do not listen to this and believe it's the gospel truth. It may be true. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm not on purpose leading you uh, astray or telling you false false things. But, you know, um, I'm not a lawyer either. And so, yeah, this, is, this is the way I understand them to be. I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> don't hold me to it. Thanks. Hello, everybody. I'm Craig. And I'm Doug. And I am part of Mr. Brothers Presents. Yeah. Nick is gone. He's hunting. Again. Hunting. He's gone again. Fishing. Loving every day. Not really. He'd hate that I said that. He hates Luke Bryan. But he is gone hunting. So we um, really... I'll go ahead and, and start this episode by telling you it might be the most boring episode we do. And I'll say that because we're not talking on a certain subject. Although, actually, I just pulled this thing up that's actually really kind of interesting. Um, from Ripley's. <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, so I might actually read these. I don't know. You'll have to, you'll have to wait till the end now to hear that. But, oh, goodness. Uh, what we came in, I came in here to do, I, I've had a lot of people ask me questions since the election. And... Um, I am, I guess, a history nerd in a sense. Um, I've always loved history and the electoral process and elections. And so I, I can remember, um, you know, the 2000 election was the biggest one that I was really mm -hmm. interested in. And that's what started me being very interested in this stuff. So, um... We're going to get into, we don't talk politics on the show, and we're not going to inject our own opinions on any of this in, our, in this show. But, um, basically we're going to take a look at the actual process and, and how ultimately the president is chosen. Okay. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Because, um, <coughs> you know, when you have... Situations like going on right now, people really don't have any idea. Nope, they don't. Um, and most years, it doesn't <clears throat> ultimately matter because it's pretty clear. And some of you listening might think it's clear now, and that's your right to think that. But some people don't. So, like I said, we're not going to put our opinions on that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Lordy, mercy day. We don't have a top ten. Nope. Um... So, you know, we'll consider this. We can consider this a bonus episode. Yeah, this is definitely a bonus episode. Doesn't fit with the normal format. Nah, not at all. So, if you're bored out of your mind, I'm sorry. But some of you might find it informative. And I hope it is. And I hope I don't mess it all up. And I will probably find it informative because I don't know half this <laughs> stuff. So, all right. So, 
I'm basically, I have no script either. I've not wrote anything no. down. Um, but I've told people this like a hundred times over this week. So I think I can, I think I can do it without any script. So, Doug, what yes. do you know about the electoral process? Um, not a whole lot. <laughs> There's a popular vote. Okay. And which means which means that's what people actually vote, but it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's true because the electoral college actually has to go and do the actual choosing of the president. Who chooses the electoral college? That I know nothing about. All right, good. <laughs> that's up to you to explain. All right, how many electoral votes are there? Um. I don't know that either. 538. Okay. It um, takes 270 to win. I know that. It takes 270, which is exactly a majority. Okay. okay. So you can have a tie at 269, 269. And if I guess... If you have a tie, it goes directly to the Congress. Okay. The House of Representatives. But in that situation, you may think, well, this party has control, this party has control. It doesn't matter. Each congressman doesn't get a vote, so that it goes to state delegations, which means in North Carolina, I'll use North Carolina because that's where we live. In North Carolina, we have 15 electoral votes. Do you know how many congressmen we have? No clue. Okay. So every state, <laughs> maybe we need to backtrack. Every state has two senators. Every I know state that. has two yeah. senators. Okay. Your electoral total comes from those two senators plus how many congressmen you have. Okay. So we have 13 congressmen in North Carolina. Two senators equals 15. All right? So those 13 congressmen get together as a group to represent North Carolina. Hmm. Each individual one, they don't have an individual vote, but they vote. And then from that, North Carolina votes their one elector in their situation. All right? So, if that was to happen now, which there's other ways that it could, it could still get to Congress. This this election could still get to Congress, even if it's not a tie. We'll go over that in a little bit. But, say it went to Congress like that, you would have the state delegation in North Carolina. So, there's more Republican congressmen in North Carolina than there is Democrat. So, you would assume they would vote that way. Mm-hmm. So, they would give their one vote to the Republican candidate in the situation. Currently, there are more Republican delegations, state delegations, like it's 30-something. I can't remember um, the amount, but 30-something states have more Republican congressmen than Democrat. So you would think that if it went that way, they would all vote the way party lines, and it would be the Republican candidate would win. So there's one way you can decide a president. Interesting. Has this ever been done? I was about to tell you a little bit here. Now I am having to pull out some notes because I did look this up earlier. Um, There has been some times where it's basically went that way. Uh, The House decided in 1801. This is all from history.house.gov. So this is legit. Um, This is about the closest to the sources you can get. Um, so I'll give you a little rundown of that election. Uh, the provision for electing the president and vice president. Okay, that's too boring. The 1800 presidential election tested the presidential selection system. Jefferson and Aaron Burr, the Republican candidate for president and vice president, tied at 73 electoral ballots each. Kind of interesting. So it's not always been the same number. 
obviously, yeah. because we had different states. Yep, so yep. Our current number is what, what we discussed earlier. So they tied. So the Constitution obviously mandates that the House members vote as a dele- state delegation, and the winner needs a simple majority. The House deadlocked at eight states for Jefferson, six for Burr, two tied. After six days of the debate, 36 ballots, Jefferson won 10 state delegations in the House when the Burr supporters and the two tied states, Vermont and Maryland, filed blank ballots rather than support Jefferson. Hmm. Okay, so they determined that one. Uh, 1825, they determined that one. So in 1824, Andrew Jackson of Tennessee won a plurality of the national popular vote, 99 votes in the Electoral College, which was 32 short of a majority. So you got to think, there used to be like... And th- this, this, this is going to go back to, you know, we have the Electoral College for a reason, and people are like, we need to just do a national popular vote. Nah. Well, back here at this time, and I can see the reason for both, but back in this election is a good example. He won a plurality of votes, but he was well short of the majority that he needed to win. So if we went to a popular vote, you got to think every little fraction, every little faction of the Republicans, every little faction of the Democrats and everything in between mm-hmm. would run a candidate for president. So literally the main parties, though, the Democrats and Republicans might literally fracture into five, say five different groups. Hmm. So you're going to have you're going to you would end up having a. If we went a national popular vote, we would end up having a president with twenty something percent, maybe, that's, yeah. of support of the nation, and that's not insane. That's the, yeah. So, uh, and people hate the two party system. I'm not too fond of it. Um, I can I can see where people come from in that. I used to, I used to didn't bother me, but the more I think about it, I get where people are coming from. But when you splinter off into this, you would have to have a different form of an election. Mm-hmm. Like you'd have to have more of a primary system where we had everybody in a big pot, the top so many go down and then go down and then you end up with two or you're going to end up with a very fractured, very fractured nation. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion. Maybe you don't agree and that's okay, but it's uh, how it's set up right now and I don't really think it's going to change. Probably not. Um, so back to this election. He had Andrew Jackson was 32 short. John Quincy Adams was the runner up with 85. Treasury Secretary William Crawford had 41. Speaker of the House Henry Clay had 37 and was expected to use his influence over the House to win the election. But the 12th Amendment required the House to consider only the top three vote-getters. Okay? So, that really wouldn't matter today. Um, The House chose Adams over Jackson and when Adams made... Um, Clay, Secretary of State, Jackson said the two had struck a corrupt bargain because he said, look, I'll I'll make you Secretary of State if you'll just kind of eh, not really push for this. I can see where he's coming from. Um, this says the Judas, this is what Jackson said, the Judas of the West has closed the contract and will receive the 30 pieces of silver, hmm. which is a biblical reference if you've not where um <laughs> was there ever witness such a bare face corruption in the country before that's interesting <laughs> i'll have to read about that election more because that's actually really interesting i didn't realize that happened 
So I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know Andrew Jackson had run before he became president. That, that's interesting. So you learn things. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So now we, that was 1825, 1877. I actually had a buddy send me the Wikipedia page for this election this week because he was like, you've got to read this. And it's pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So 1877, the Congress also uh, decided this one. And it was the presidential election between Republican Rutherford B. Hayes of Ohio and Democrat Samuel J. Tilden of New York. It was the last one that Congress has intervened on. But you see, for the first 80 years of the country, it was kind of, it, it, it wasn't a shock for it to happen. Nope. You know, it was it was a thing that happened. And we get, you know, we get into society today and well, it's not happening so long. That's crazy. It's not going to happen. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. There's nothing to say that it can't ever happen again. Nope. And when it, if it does... People are going to be like, ah, oh, this is not right. Well, it is. It's constitutional. Yes. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's possible. Um, people just aren't aware of, you know, the full scope of what an election actually entails. Nope. Um, so in this one, Tilden won the popular vote. But have you ever heard of President Tilden? I have not. No, but have you heard of President Hayes? I have. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But Republicans challenged the results in the three in three southern states, which submitted certificates of election for both candidates. That's interesting. While the Constitution requires the House and Senate to formally count the certifications of election in joint sessions, it is silent on what Congress should do to resolve these disputes. January 1877, Congress established the Federal Electoral Commission to investigate the disputed Electoral College ballots. The bipartisan commission, which included representatives, senators, and Supreme Court justices, voted along party lines to award all the contested ballots to Hayes, securing the presidency for him by a single electoral vote. Hmm. The commission's controversial results did not spark the violence in the post-Civil War South that some had feared largely because Republicans had struck a compromise with Southern, with Southern Democrats to remove federal soldiers from the South and end Reconstruction in the event of a Hayes victory. So, you know, that's a little brief tidbit of that, but mm. they basically struck a deal there. Um, so it's happened one, two, three, three times. Three times in I don't know. 200 and... Yeah, 200 something years. 20, what is it, 220? Where are I can't do math. 1776 is when we were... 1776. 240. 243 years. Yes. 43 times. 244 years. Yeah. So. Maybe it'll be number four. Maybe. We don't, you know. It's interesting. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. So, let's get back to... That's like extreme cases, mm -hmm. but it can happen. Um, so let's let's pull back a little bit and look at what's going on currently. So we have election day. We go and vote. They tally the votes in modern society, which is you know the television age, I guess. Um, oh Lord! News broadcasters declare victory. Well, news broadcasters mm -hmm. can't declare victory. Um, they don't know, it's not, it's not over when 
Fox or CNN or MSNBC or ABC or, or the Associated CBS Press. or the AP or the New York Times says it's over. It's not over. Um, so, you know, in, in normal, often years, we don't even have to look back that far to see this being inaccurate, though, because the year 2000, mm-hmm. the presidency wasn't decided for, I think, 37 days after Election Day. Okay? So, it's not that long ago. No. Um... Do we have President Gore? No, no we do. Do we have not. President Dewey? That was uh, Dewey ran against Truman, yeah. and supposedly Dewey was just running right away with it. It wasn't even gonna be close. The newspapers. This is kind of. I guess there might have been TVs, but yeah, it that's probably the before the before the TV yeah. era. Yeah, it's a little different. So, but there was newspapers. They called the race. It was for Dewey. Yep. Dewey didn't win the election. He was a little <laughs> bit wrong. Um, the 1960s election is very interesting if you want to do some reading on that. Um, it was Nixon and John F. Kennedy, and Nixon obviously won, which obviously won as in he became president, but did he obviously win? I don't know. Um, there's a lot to that election, but Nixon didn't fight it. So, one big part, one big key in how we declare election victors today is the party that is told that they've lost concedes. So they give a concession speech. So if you give a concession speech, you basically end, you basically ended it. Yep. You've surrendered. You've surrendered. Given up. Okay. So um, some things that I've been listening to, you know, obviously the current president has not conceded because they're they're taking a lot of legal battles to different states and that is it constitutionally he has every right to do that so mm-hmm. if you if somebody tells you oh, this is not right this is not legal well it is legal and i've heard people talk about well hillary you know she it was so close in these states in 2016 and it was but hillary clinton conceded mm-hmm. she gave a concession speech and then it's kind of strange because then, you know, I'm reading some stuff and I don't remember this, but apparently she tried to fight some things after that, which made it a lot harder because she'd already pretty much said she was done. She probably shouldn't have conceded. Um, she probably should have played the process. And I'm surprised Hillary Clinton didn't play the process because she's pretty, uh, whether you like her or not, she's pretty politically savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, so e- anyway... The, the current president has every right to do what he is doing. Um, and any, you know, really anybody could do that. If it was on the other foot, they would have the right to do that. If yes. in 2024, one of the candidates feel like they were, uh, what's the, shafted, I guess, out of, out of mm. winning, it's their right to do this. It's absolutely if they can find what they're looking for and present it to a court, the court can do things. So another. That's uh, what well, we have courts for. Yeah, I mean court. One know. of the reasons. So, um, but there is a timeline that has to be followed. And I might give you the wrong date. I'm not doing it on purpose because I'm trying. I don't have the notes. As I said, I don't have any notes. But so right now, what's going to happen, or what's going to happen in a normal year? I'm not going to talk about this year because it it, it it might be a little different. But this is the normal timeline. You have the election. Currently, the news says so and so won. Well, the news don't know crap. I mean, the news has a good idea usually, 
but it's not certified. Nothing is over. So after that, there'll be a canvassing in every state that goes through the ballots again. And then it goes to the state legislation. Okay? So the state legislation will say, we'll choose the electors for the state. So let's use North Carolina again. Because we live in North Carolina. Fifteen electors will be chosen for North Carolina. The race was called. It's not been certified yet. So, But the race was called for Donald Trump. Just this past couple of days. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the state legislation in North Carolina, which is both houses of the state legislation in North Carolina is Republican. They will choose Republican electors to go and vote. Okay who the president's going to be. Okay? Those 15 electors are going to go and say Donald Trump gets our 15 electoral votes. All right? Well, when you look at other states, now we're going to bring... That's how it goes. That's how the states do it. They choose the electors, and he goes there. Well, a state, as in North Carolina, if... So let's use Pennsylvania this time, because it's being disputed right now. Pennsylvania's legislation is North is also Republican legislation. Both houses. The governor's not, but both houses are. Well, if, say, it comes down to the state, state the electors have to be chosen and, and sent by, uh, they had to be chosen by December 8th. All right? Yes. So state, Pennsylvania, say these, le- these things that are going on, so all, you know, we're having these court cases. Say the court cases are not decided or go one way or go the other way. If the state legislation of Pennsylvania thinks that this has been shady, this mm-hmm. is not really how it should have been, we don't believe the results, we think so, yada yada happened in Allentown or something happened in Philadelphia or something happened in Pittsburgh or something happened in Lancaster or something happened in Harrisburg. They that 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 changed the actual will of the people. The state legislation can choose to send electors that will support the opposing party. Hmm. So currently Pennsylvania it's not official, but Pennsylvania is I think I think uh Joe Biden's up, I don't know, 40 or something thousand votes. I don't know. Say the legislation says, nope, we don't believe that's accurate. They can choose electors that'll go and choose Donald Trump. Interesting. All right. I did not know that. Yes. So, you get in some interesting situations. And then you have what you call the faithless electors. Which means, if North Carolina chooses me to be an elector, okay? Our our 15 electoral votes are supposed to go to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Say I get up there on December 14th, which is when the Electoral College meets to cast their votes officially. Say, I get up there and say, nope, I think there was stuff I don't agree. I'm going to give my one electoral vote that I get, because the state of North Carolina gave it to me, I'm going to give it to Joe Biden. You can technically do that. Hmm. There is some some uh, gray area there, I guess, because I know that they, that was a thing that was going to go to the court system. Um, I don't know that it's been resolved. If it has, I'm sorry, because <laughs> maybe it has been. But I know there's been faithless electors in the past. There's never been a faithless elector that actually swung a vote, swung the election one way or the other. Mm. Um, but it can happen. So. And I wonder what would happen if it did happen. Oh, uh, I don't know. 
be interesting. Um, yeah, it would be. So, all right. Um, so as I said, uh, the state, you know, the state will certify the vote. If the legislation decides they don't really agree with how it went, they can choose to send electors of the other party that can that can choose the other candidates. So in essence, the the state state legislation could choose a president. Very interesting. Um I don't know if they've ever I don't know if that's happened. I don't know if a state has ever said I'm going to send ours for this candidate when he really didn't win our stage or when, you know, we feel like this guy really won, so we're going to send an electorate to vote for him. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's ever happened. never heard of it happening. Um, but we'll see. All right. Yes, we will see. Next. It can also, you can also basically run out the clock. So December 8th is the deadline for the electorate to be chosen. Say a court case in... We'll use Pennsylvania again because there's court cases there. Say a, a court case in Pennsylvania goes all the way to the end and say it's not completely finished by December 8th. The state can choose also not to send any electors. Hmm. Pennsylvania has 20. They can choose not to send any. Okay, so how does how does that work? So now you're throwing a big hitch at everything. So you, you just... Take away 20 You take votes. away the 20 votes. 20 votes to nobody, basically? Yep. 20 votes just, just don't go to anybody. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, that would be so kind of a So you, you basically choose your state doesn't have a say in anything. So see, there's a lot more to it than election night. Sure sounds like it. Yeah. And... It's crazy. You know, I don't think a state's ever chosen to do that either. Um, as we read, though, you know, a state delegation... Can. A state delegation in the 1800s said we ain't voting for him and left it blank. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. Um, but one thing you need to understand about our country, and it's throw, the word democracy is thrown around like... Mm, yeah. Always. We are not a democracy. Nope. We are a republic. Mm-hmm. A republic means that we, re- we choose representatives... To go and do these things for us. Yes. Me and Doug and everybody else down this road and down the next road and down the next road did not go to Raleigh and say, blah, 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 going to be our next president. No. We had an election and we voted for a representative to go represent us. We voted for a representative to go to Raleigh because we're in North Carolina, as I said. Yep. And we chose a representative to go to Washington, D.C. That person will represent however many people's in our district. Mm-hmm. And we also choose senator. There's two from the state. And then there's 50, I think 50 senators in the state of North Carolina, uh, state senators. And they represent bigger portions. But they go and do our bidding for us. That is a republic. That's the way Not it works. a democracy. So when these people continually say we are a democracy, this is how a democracy works. We are not, and they're correct. This is not how a democracy works. Mm-hmm. This is how a republic works, and that's what we are. So and that's one thing it really drives me nuts. And I don't. I mean, how hard is it to? And I'm not talking to you people. If I just learned you something, learned I learned them. Right? Learned. If I just learned you something on there that we are a republic, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at these education system that doesn't instill in you the real truth. 
And I'm mad at the news media that continually tells you we're a democracy. Yeah, you would think that the news... Well, never mind. That's injecting an opinion. I'm not going to inject any opinions. <sighs> yeah, I just... I'll I mean, just say it's just... our news media is not terribly well educated. They're probably about as educated about all this stuff they as I am. They probably don't know we're a republic. And I'm not that educated about it, <laughs> so... There you go. And, and see, with the... with the We'll go back to running out the clock. If we get past that date, th- there's a lot of... Basically, it can it can go to the Congress that way too if it runs if we take it all the way back, and a majority's not reached. So if a majority in the electoral college is not meet reached, the the state delegations in the Congress will also have a say then. Hmm. So it can go. So it can go to Congress that way too. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's a little you know because I've read I, I will say I've read two different things. I've read that. A majority would win regardless. So Pennsylvania take their twenty out and say you don't reach two seventy and say you're I don't know, two fifteen to two forty. I have read that the majority would win though. So the person that got two forty would win. But I've also read hmm. that no, two seventy is now the majority, so you have to reach two seventy. So it's either a question it's a question of do they count the twenty like we're using Pennsylvania again. Yeah. It's do they count the 20 as part of the whole, basically, or right. do they get right. rid of that and just consider the ones that actually yes. voted? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've heard it both ways, um, and I haven't verified either way, because this is this is probably the least likely possibility of it all. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll see. But let's get back to the court. This is the year for the least likely this, this, things. It is. And, you know. In more ways than one. It, yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, let, let's go back to the courts now. So, what's going on right now in the courts? We've got lawsuits in all these different states claiming different things. Let's use the 2000 election. Because it's already been determined. We mm-hmm. already know what happened there. So let's use that as our roadmap because we don't know what's going to happen right now. So a lot of people like to say that the Supreme Court made George W. Bush the president. The Supreme Court did not make George W. Bush the president. The Supreme Court does not pick and choose our presidents in any way. Okay, so I've heard people say this time the Supreme Court will make Trump president. No, the Supreme Court won't. The Supreme Court does not do that. The Supreme Court takes up lawsuits that's been done mm-hmm. in other states. It can get all the way to the Supreme Court. Yep. And and I'll go ahead and tell you, it will. Probably. I don't really see a way that it won't. I think the Supreme Court will end up hearing these cases. And it's interesting because it's in different states, so I don't know if they hear it as a whole, and I wouldn't think so. Um, so it could be a long couple of days at the Supreme Court. So, 2000, what do you know about that election? Um, that it was, it had things to do with hanging chads and butterfly ballots, all that sort of stuff. Weren't sure who voted for who. What did the Supreme Court do? I do not remember that at all. All right. So, in the 2000 election, 
the night of the election, early in the night, <clears throat> the state of Florida was called for Al Gore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later in the night, more stuff come in, which blows my mind that you could call Florida as quickly as they did on that night because Florida is like three different states. Florida is south, southern part of Florida is, I've heard it, I've heard it described this way, and it's a really good description. Southern Florida is like New Jersey. Middle Florida is like Ohio. Upper Florida is like Alabama. Hmm. That is a, that is a great description. And Florida has been like the swing state. But I actually feel like that's probably not going to be the case. Florida and Ohio have been these swing states. I don't feel like that's going to be the case anymore. I feel like they've both made major shifts one direction. I'm not going to say what direction. If you follow politics, you can figure that out. But they they actually have. They, they've made a clear shift both states have. Um so that's interesting because states do that. If you look at if you look at the electoral maps of, say, well, let's go back to to Ronald Reagan, okay. Well, Ronald Reagan may not be a good example because he won forty nine states, but hmm. let's use his Jimmy Carter election. He won California. <clears throat> George George H W Bush won California in eighty eight as well. Can you see a Republican win in California now? No, not uh, a chance. Let's use another example. Let's use Bill Clinton. If you look at his map, he won Arkansas. Okay. That's his home state, but that's yeah. a southern state. That's about as red as it gets now. California is about as blue as it gets now. Yeah, I think this is not that long ago. These mm-hmm. states have completely shifted. At one point in time, the Republican Party won all the New England states. They dominated mm. in New England. That's and the Democrats dominated throughout the South. And they dominated in other areas. It's just the shift is amazing in the in the past 40 years of politics only. If you just took that chunk, <clears throat> your your safe states for a certain party have, have just jumbled. And I think we're seeing a jumbling right now mm-hmm. with, with what I just said with Florida, Ohio. And I'll go ahead and say they have they have moved rightward. They clearly have. Um, they they voted rightward. Two thousand sixteen, two thousand eighteen, and two thousand twenty, and, and it's really by pretty fairly large margins. Uh, Florida was called very quickly. Honestly, this past election it was probably the quickest I can remember Florida being called. Um, and, and but you've got other states that have been red states <clears throat> in this election currently. Look at Georgia and Arizona; they've been red states for a very long time. Which, actually, Bill Clinton won Georgia, which is crazy to think about, too. But it looks like that's taken another shift leftward, as has Arizona. So you've got these states. And then if you look at at the Rust Belt, so Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, they weren't, you know, Reagan won them, Bush won them in 88, but they went huge blue after that. And then Trump won them in 16, and then this time they're all razor thin. Again, so there might be a shift with hmm. those three states. More red. Uh, we'll see. You, you know, I think it takes a couple cycles to really know what's going on in some of these states. But Ohio, you know, it was an eight-point victory for, for Donald Trump versus Barack Obama won it. Won Ohio twice. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big that's big shifts in these yep. states. So it's really interesting to look at maps and 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 see where states shift. I don't know. Maybe not be interesting to you, but it's interesting to me. Um, so it's 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 a constantly changing thing. Um, and now I forgot what I was even talking about. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I had two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. I'm sorry. Okay, so Florida. You said hanging chads. Hanging chads. Yeah, all that good stuff. Um, 37 days of litigation and recounts. And Al Gore, he didn't even, it wasn't even the state of Florida. It was two counties in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. You know how many votes? I do not know. 537 votes. Ooh. In two counties. Well. That we were disputing over. So... Al Gore had, and I, I've I've heard there were some ladies I heard, some old women that claimed that they had accidentally voted for a third party candidate. Hmm. They didn't intend to. So I don't know what it, you know. That that was one of the things that they've built a premise on. Well, <clears throat> these ballots had dimple marks where the, the you know people tried to put this candidate and it looked like a dimple yep. mark and they accidentally picked this one and so we're getting in intentions of people um in those 537 votes it's hard for me to know the intention of a voter yeah being a poll watcher or you know in your counting i don't know what they intended to do no so it went on for a long time and now we'll get to what the Supreme Court actually did. They okay. did not hand the election to George W. Bush. There was recounts, and there was recounts, and there was recounts. Mm-hmm. And if, if if they wanted to, there could probably still be recounts. Probably. So I think we'd have a problem if they were still recounting. Yeah, probably. But the Supreme Court stepped in and said no more recounts. That is what they did. Okay, so they just cut it off. They just cut it off because you're not finding anything different. So that's and we it. could do this forever. So they cut it off. And, I mean, in essence, they handed the election to George W. Bush, but he was ahead, too. Um, I, I'll give you a fun fact about that election as well. So I said they called Florida for Al Gore. Yes. Then they took it back. Al Gore called George W. Bush and conceded. Hmm. Interesting. Later in the night, he called him back and told him, never mind, he took it back. Never mind. Made a mistake. Yeah. So hmm. that's what the Supreme Court did. They said no more counting of the ballots. So what will the Supreme Court do this time? I don't know. I'm not a Supreme Court justice. Don't know. But they will not just hand the election to one candidate or the other. They will rule on each individual case and how they see is it constitutionally accurate. I'll say the biggest thing that it's going to be dependent on is when can ballots keep... When is it too long for ballots to be coming in? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the mail-in vote has added a whole new dimension to this, and I hope, you know, I, I really hope we never do that system again. No. Because, and you know, technically, I'm not... Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. No, go but ahead. technically, I believe North Carolina, aren't they supposed to, like, take ballots consider ballots through today or tomorrow something like that yeah and see that's just that's crazy if we're gonna do that system there needs to be a cutoff if if i I mailed you a ballot a month ago you should be able to have it in by november 3rd that was this year you should you should be able to have it so this would mean that somebody that mailed in a ballot three days ago it would still it's still getting counted yeah even though that's 
past election day. Pretty much, yeah. So, mm. you know, you get into... I already... I don't like early voting. I'll just go ahead and tell you. I don't like early voting. I do think there needs to be accommodations for people that are homebound or for people yeah. that are... And there, there certain there are things, and there been. are. It don't need to be election month. It needs to be election day. The mail-in the ballots for, like, absentee for... Um, Handicap, you know, right. people that can't get out, and of the house, that's, that's absolutely fine. fine. But they need to stay the way they are too. I mean, the way they were. Yeah. Requiring two witnesses in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, our and our, you had to have. A, I, I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you have to have a reason in North Carolina? I think so. I think so. You did not for I, this election, but right. previously, right. I think you did. Sure. I just I feel like our the integrity of our elections are one of the most important things in this country because. That's what we do different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. We have free and fair elections. And if we're not going to have, and I'm not saying we didn't, don't, I'm not interjecting my opinion on this, that, but I want it to be it's free and fair, regardless of who wins. Stuff like mail in ballots and whatever makes there, it easier. It's, it's to easier. And, and if you even things. look at, you know, look at the Department of Justice, or maybe not the Department of Justice, but, you know, these. They have all these elections in these other countries, and they have mail-in ballots. And one of the things that we talk about, not we as in me and you, but we as in the American government talk about, is that's an easier way to steal an election or to cheat an election mm-hmm. or to rig an election. I mean, it's, it's you can read about uh, election fraud in other countries, and that's one of the big red flags that we have deemed, our, our, our nation has deemed as a problem in some of these states some of these countries and once again i'm not saying there was fraud nope it just, i'm not saying that it just makes i'm saying it, it makes it it does make it easier and i don't easy. i don't want it to be easy i want it to be 100 percent. i want to know who won an election and i hope we come to that conclusion regardless of who it is you know I, if my candidate wins yay my candidate loses, and I know it was a free and fair election. Okay, I kind of feel like <laughs> I just want it. I just want to feel like everything's above. You know, we also had the census this year. Yeah, I kind of feel like the census was conducted better than the election was. Really? I mean, not entirely, but I don't know. I, I heard nobody had... turned them back in hardly. But they had census people coming to people's doors and That's whatever. True. Why not take a... even with all the stuff? You still had we had a census worker come to the house. Yeah. Why not if they I mean, wanted to do mail in ballots? Why not have people go with ballots to homes? And they are the... and have a poll watcher go. Yes. Look, we've got this many. We've got fifty people in this area that have requested us to come to their house so they could vote. You take a Republican and a Democrat poll watcher, and they go and they they sit. They don't hover you. You don't watch to see but, who they're you know, voting for. No, but, but you make sure that they vote. Yeah, that is them. And it has to be requested. Well, do you have anything to add? Uh, anything to ask me about? Um, let me think about this for a second. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's. I have learned some stuff. 
Good. Well, I hope if you've made it through this far, I hope you learned something. I hope everybody has lit and everybody needs to listen because. Well, and you know, a lot of people just think it's cut and dried thing. It's it's not. Definitely not. So I hope all of this has been informative to you. Uh, and maybe interesting. I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me. It's informative to me. It's not something we really talk about or discuss or is brought up. You know, we and just. They apparently don't teach it in school either, so no, I don't remember any no. of this. See, I mean, it's just. All I remember them teaching it. is the Electoral College, like how that works. Yeah. And I forgot that. So none of this other <laughs> stuff. I'll make a point. <laughs> I think we need, we need to educate people. People oh, need well, to be educated on this. The news media and everybody else, especially the news media. I mean, if maybe if people were more educated, they wouldn't get so upset. Because people get very easily yeah. upset and they're like, ah, this is wrong. You can't do this. And this person can't do that. And that's wrong. And Well, it's not wrong. It's legal stuff. It's part of the process. Right. If it goes the way it's going. Let me add one. So I'll add this. I have told you these things in the way that I understand them to be true. Yes. So if I've said something on this podcast that maybe I have missed, because it happens. I'm not a legal scholar. And even a legal scholar could get it wrong. Right. But I've told you this in the way that it's been told to me, in the way that I have read and understood it to be. That that also doesn't mean it's fact. In other words, this is a disclaimer for... um, (laughs) Do not take any of this as absolute legal truth. Yeah, because it may, you know. It, Don't send us emails and say, you're wrong. This is not how it works. Well, because that's. Actually, if you, if you, if you, if I've said something that you believe is not factually true and you have proof to back up that it's not factually proof. true, please send it to me because I want to realize that yes. I've understood something correctly because I'm, I'm always learning. I want to emphasize proof, not <laughs> well, just I heard this. Well, proof. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, this is what I have been, how I have understood it. A lot of stuff is I heard so and so said, um, that don't work. That ain't proof. Yeah. So I have not intentionally lied to you about anything, I guess is the best way to say it. Yes, yes. So anyway, um, thank you guys that have made it this far. All two of you. (laughs) Very very possible. Very possible. See you later. I am Craig. I'm Doug. I am part of Messer Brothers Presents. And I'm the sound guy and I'm here. (laughs) See ya. See you later. See you later.